What's up, guys? Welcome back to Sports and Stuff. Vince, co-host Ryan. Week six of the NFL. A lot of interesting matchups. Baltimore Ravens, my hometown Baltimore Ravens, in London this week. Let's do that video thing. Like and share this video. Subscribe to our YouTube channel at Sports and Stuff. Support us on Patreon. Become an exclusive member on Patreon. Listen to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and give us a five-star review. Unsubscribe, re-subscribe, re-rate, re-review. Do all the things that you need to do. All right. <laughs> Ryan, I'm going to hand this off to you. <laughs> Pun intended. Talking football. Uh, Broncos and Chiefs. Thursday night football. Let's go. I'm always down to bet Thursday night football. I'm not scared of it. I already took an early weather report or took a look at the early weather report for uh, Kansas City, and it definitely looks like we're going to get about 12 to 19 mile per hour wind. So right away, I'm on the under for this game. I know um, currently the under's at 47 and a half, and – I'll be honest, I'm not touching the Chiefs spread at all for the rest of the season. I'm done with them. No, nah, nah, no way. <laughs> Still the worst team in the league, according to Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's changed there. Even though they are playing we're going to start <clears throat> we're going to start a new segment auto fading here. Cuz the Broncos are one of our teams Ryan and I both agree are on our auto fade list. Just uh Just never bet it. bet them. Just avoid them. The only reason why I like this pick is because of the weather. Otherwise, I'd stay away from this game. But I'm with you, Ryan. I would at 47 and um, uh-huh. 47 and a half. So go under here. The wind. You always got to be a weatherman when you're betting. Got to be a third profession, not just a uh, sports betting, but also a uh, weatherman. Well, really, too, with weather, the wind's what you want to look for. Because when you start seeing the wind, you know for a fact they're most likely going to start running that ball. So as they, if both teams are running the ball most of the game, definitely going to be a lower score. Yeah. And, uh, okay. That's, that's that game. It's going to be a fun divisional game to watch. Two AFC West teams going at it. Um, I don't want either team to win. I hope that ends, ends in a tie. Um, or both of their buses break down before they get to the stadium and they don't play. Next has game. Has that ever happened? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I mean, I've that rooted for it a lot of times when the two teams who I don't be, like play. That would be an interesting bet on FanDuel. Neither team showed. <laughs> plus yeah. 20,000. <laughs> yeah, plus 20,000. The, the uh, team bus breaks down on in the middle of the highway. Well, it'd be that or, they can't show because they could send another bus. It's true. Or they they uh, get into a uh, car accident. Oh, okay, well, that took a dark turn. Just because of the weather, the 12 to 19 mile an hour winds in the rain. You never know. Next game. <laughs> London. London, baby. <laughs> Ravens at the Titans, even though it's in London. That's technically how this is going to go. Ravens are technically the away team. Titans are technically the home team. Ravens minus four. Again, I'm not going to take either of these teams. I would, I would lean 
because of the way that their offenses have looked. Ravens had a lot of missed opportunities. Titans had a lot of missed opportunities. The over-under is 40 and a half and 40, 40 and a half, 41, depending on what sports book. I would go the over and put this at a 43 spread. 43 total, excuse me. That's what I'm looking That's what I, I'm feeling in my gut. You're on neutral site. I think it's a dome. I'm pretty sure it's like a soccer field dome or enclosure. I don't know. It's supposed to be the weather's also usually a non-factor in these kinds of games. So I'm not did picking you, uh, one way or the other. Did you hear that? Um, I think uh, the last time the Ravens played in London, didn't they get killed? Yeah, but that was against the Jaguars. So the Jaguars but always play well in London. But again, I, I, I remember um, I, I, I think somebody said something recently. It might have been Harvard or Harbaugh, however you say that guy's name, but um, <laughs> our buck, whatever. <laughs> I think he said something about uh, the last time they went to London, they left really late, and like all the players said that it fucked them up. So like they're already in London, like they've been in London, like they went yeah. they went early. So that I think that does give them an advantage here. So there's a good chance that I'm probably going to be putting a bet on the Ravens here to cover the yeah. spread. Just and to, I'm not, take it. I'm not really for him right now. Well, I'm, yeah, I'd still probably bet on the Ravens in this situation. Yeah, that game was frustrating against the Steelers. Frustrating times. Yeah. Uh, the spread's at minus four right now. I would, I would, I I'd say the Titans cover probably, and that Ravens end up winning by like three. But I'll, I, I would, I would take the money line on the Ravens. Sorry to disappoint, Ryan. It's minus four. That's what the spread was against the Steelers, and they couldn't cover. Yeah, but that was a divisional game, the Steelers. You got to also remember because of that game, the whole public, at least public people who don't, I guess, really pay much attention to betting or maybe new betters, they're all going to be overvaluing um, the Titans and the Titans in this situation because the Ravens just got killed by the Steelers who are perceived so horrible right now. But I, I think this killed. is probably going to be... They lost by a touchdown. They didn't get killed. About the last game, though? Yeah. Yeah, they got killed. How many touchdowns should they have won that by? I mean, they lost. They barely lost. I'm saying they should have been the ones who killed the, the Steelers. That, but that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that the Ravens got killed. Because the Steelers are that bad. Yes, because they were in a situ- the Ravens were in a situation to win by multiple touchdowns, yeah, and they didn't do it. I know. I'm not blaming anyone. I'm just saying that. Ravens well, I'm blaming didn't... the receivers. Oh, yeah, the receivers for sure. <laughs> yeah, Steelers are, or the receivers could catch – Freaking! <laughs> Apparently, they were practicing with rugby balls. Like, what are we doing? They, we're catching football. Had, Stop giving them rugby balls to catch. And they had Pickens come out and show them how to show them how to catch a deep ball. Pickens was putting out a clinic. He's like, "This is how you catch balls on the sideline or catch balls going deep." All right. All right Vikings Bears. Sunday slate first game one o'clock. Vikings Bears. Over-under is 44 and a half. Uh, the Bears are plus two and a half in most books. So, Ryan, it seemed like when we were talking back and forth before we hopped on that you liked the Vikings in this spot. I, guess I already got this game bet. Yeah. I mean, and I definitely like the Vikings minus two and a half on the spread. Sneak peek I to Ryan's like, Cush's corner. I feel like that's like... That, that's definitely like a steal at that, at those points. You're telling me that the Vikings aren't a field goal better than the Bears? I know the Bears have had like 
a little bit of life shown in them. So I feel like they're going to get a little more value this week. I feel like a lot of people are going to be leaning on the Bears, but I'm just I know, they're, this I know game. they're missing. I know they're missing Justin Jefferson, but I'm still not really worried about the Vikings losing this game. Like I, I I'm just fading this game because both teams <laughs> suck. <laughs> I would take the Vikings money line. I think line, the but... Vikings have some talent though. The Vikings coaching sucks. And who do they have besides Justin Jefferson? Up. I don't really know that staff, the uh, the roster that well. Uh I would recognize. I, I there's way too many teams for me to know all the. Alexander players. Madison, I think, is their running back. I was gonna say Adam Thielen, but he plays with the Panthers now. <laughs> I don't even know who their receivers are outside of Jefferson. I'd have to take a quick look. Oh yeah, T.J. Hawkinson, K.J. Osborne. Um, Jordan Addison, who actually had uh, six receptions and 64 yards the last game against the Chiefs. TJ Hawkinson, 51 yeah. yards, five receptions against the Chiefs. KJ yeah, Hawkinson's their best receiver. Yards, five receptions. I mean, you see where I'm going with this. There's no way that they're going to put these numbers up on the Bears if they just did it to the Chiefs. I know they lost that game, but I don't see the Bears defending those numbers or putting up those numbers themselves. Yeah. Hawkinson's their best receiver outside of Jefferson and he's a tight end. So I forgot about Hawkinson. Yeah. He's pretty good. There are some, there's some talent there. It's the, it's the coaching. And I mean, I feel like there's a certain point during this game where the bears coaching is just going to be a lot worse. Yeah. Next game. Jaguars finally coming back from London after two weeks straight in London, going two and oh, this is a letdown game for them coming back home, back to the United States, hosting the Indianapolis Colts. The Colts are plus four. That's a great number for them. I, I would lean the Colts plus four. I think the Colts are playing well, and I know Anthony Richardson's out, but Minshew hasn't been too bad of a uh, backup taking his place, and Jonathan Taylor just got signed. The coach's coaching staff. The coach's coaching staff. Wow. The Colts' coaching staff. That's that's a tongue twister there. Is really good. Shane Steichen's a great head coach. Um, he's done a great job with that team. And... Um, Divisional game. It's going to be close. Uh, I take the Colts with the points. I mean, even even if you have some big cojones, take them straight up. But I definitely would take them with the plus four. Maybe you disagree, Ryan. I mean, this being a divisional game, this is going to come down to a field goal on game day. So if you like the Colts, you need to get in now at the plus four. I know Um, just looking at it, I feel like it's going to be really close, but I feel like the Jags are going to drop the ball just because, um, I mean, they just won two games in a row in London. They're traveling from London back to home. So really they just kind of travel a pretty good distance. So I feel like it's not really going to mess them up too much, but this is going to be one of those spots where they definitely catch an L. Yeah. They're too busy being full on tea and crumpets. Now they're going <laughs> to come back and they're going to be dragging into that hot, Florida heat coming from London. All right, next game. This is a game that Ryan and I actually disagree on, it seems like. We got the Seahawks at the Bengals. Ryan seems to like the Bengals minus two and a half. I got the I got the uh, Seahawks plus three. Now it's down to two and a half in a lot of books. It's plus three in some books. I like, the, I like the Seahawks plus and you like the Bengals minus. Why do you like the Bengals minus? 
Well, again, it's because the line changed. So you got them at plus three. So you're talking a field goal game. If we're already looking at a field goal game and it comes down to two and a half, I'm probably going to take the Vikings because I say they get that field goal. You mean the Seahawks? What? No, the Vikings. No, because the line came down to minus two and a half. So the Vikings got to get the field goal to win. But I'm, we're talking about the Seahawks versus the Bengals here. Oh, dude. <laughs> That's why I was Where like, are you at? messing with me right now? <laughs> I was saying you have the Bengals minus two and a half, and I have the Seahawks plus three. Okay, a lot again, of books everything now. I just said, but I meant the Bengals. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, no. So why why the why the Bengals? Joe Burrow. I I think he's definitely had something going on with the injury he had at the beginning of the season. I feel like it's now or never. He's got to start picking up his game. I think the receivers, Jamar Chase, all of them are still doing pretty good. I think they're ready to rock as soon as Joe Burrow can kind of snap back into who he was last season. Yeah, Joe Burrow had a, a good game against the Cardinals. It's a good place to have a game against a bad team when you're coming back from injury. And Jamar Chase had a great game as well. So, And again, another thing I think is it's the Bengals at home. So I think they got that edge too. Seahawks mm-hmm. are going to be on the road. I get that the Bengals haven't been the best against the spread. One, three, and one, not good, but... I think they're going to snap back here and start putting their numbers back up. And yeah. yes, I already have this game bet. Bengals minus two and a half. Yeah, I have the Seahawks plus three, I think. Maybe plus two and a half, I have to look. But I thought I got the number at three because I see it in Caesars and bet MGM at two and a half. FanDuel and DraftKings still have it plus three. Um, it's gonna be, This is going to be an interesting game. You know, Smith, it's good offense for the Seahawks with DK Metcalf. Tyler Lockett, Bengals with their stud receivers. is going to be an interesting matchup of good receivers facing off against defenses that are have been playing okay. Next slate, I feel like the Dolphins have had like a really easy schedule. Every time I see them match up against somebody, they've been just a horrendous team. They're playing the Panthers, the worst team in the NFL. Yeah, besides the Bills, the Dolphins have had a cakewalk cake and it continues here. Yeah. Minus 13 and a half for the Dolphins. That's across every single sports book. It is hard to lay double digits in the NFL, no matter who you are. No matter who you're playing. Yeah, either way. I mean, I, I don't they're know. hosting I, the Panthers. I kind of want to stay away from this game. Yeah, I, I know the Panthers are 0-5. They're 0-4-1 to the spread. They've done nothing for anyone all season. The Dolphins are four and one. Four and one to the four and one to the spread. So I mean, I feel like this isn't a spot where the Dolphins drop it, and I think they are probably gonna win by something ridiculous, like maybe sixteen points, maybe three touchdowns. Yeah, but there's no value here if you're trying to right. find value to bet. I mean, you can take the spread and still get some value, but then you're going to be sweating that for the whole first half until they get three touchdowns up on them, and then you're going to be worried all second half are they going to come back one touchdown. Or I guess I guess a thing you could do is take the spread first half for the Dolphins. What's that at? I hmm. Let's see. Minus five and a half. I'd take that. What? Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, lock it up. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna say minus five and a half for the Dolphins. That's that's a. That's for the first half. Yeah, just that's a gimme right there. Minus five and a half. Yeah. 
I just found value for us that I didn't even realize was there. But I was like, you know what? I don't like value for the game, but sometimes these professional betters got to find value where there's no value to be had in these these fool games. I'm, I'm going to go put a unit on that as soon as we get off. <laughs> oh, same here. <laughs> All right. Well, there we go. Over-under is 48 and a half. I'd stay away from betting that. Um, all right. Next game, Saints at the Texans. Saints are minus two and a half. They just absolutely crushed the Patriots. And the Texans barely lost the Falcons. Texans are plus two and a half. Oh, sorry. I'm I'm looking at that wrong. They're plus one and a half. Um, what's the over-under in this game? 42 and a half. Mm. CJ Stroud against a really good defense. See, I got That's... I I got my pick locked and loaded. All right, well, what do you got? All right. So Houston beat up on the Steelers. No one saw it coming. Houston beat up on the Jags. No one saw it coming. Well, maybe they did. I didn't. Maybe okay. Let's rephrase that. I didn't see either of that stuff. They won by two touchdowns over the Jags. Yeah. So, are you taking the Texans? Yes, I'm taking the Texans. Nice. Texans plus one and a half, and I, I don't honestly, I did not watch that game from preseason, but the Texans did beat the Saints in preseason. So I don't know what worth that has, but either way, I'm not a lot here. Yeah, I'm uh, still not sure about the Saints' offense. Even though they and put the up Texans big numbers. Yeah. I'd probably I'd probably Yeah, I'd take Texans plus one and a half if I if I were, but I'd probably not bet. 49ers Browns. What's that? Are you looking at the over under at all? No. Forty two and a half. I'm not I'm I hate anything between like thirty eight to forty two, forty three. I feel like they put it down there for a reason, though. <laughs> like, it's hard to, like... Yeah, I feel like they're, like, right on the money with a lot of these, like, early... Yeah, they are. These calculations, the man. I mean, if you look at it, some of the totals only change by, like, half a point sometimes. And I mean, they're not... I would, I would take the under here, because I... Sink's defense is really good. Yeah, I actually don't think... I think, like... Has the team put up more than 20 points on him this season? That's a good stat. No, they have not. They haven't this season? Nope. Oh, shit. I might jump on that under. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, anytime the Saints are playing, like, they shut out. I was worried because the Saints put up so many points on the Patriots. The over-under on the Saints-Patriots was 41, and the Saints won 37 to nothing. So I was like, that was I was sweating it. I was like, oh, man. <laughs> Still got it. Next game, 49ers at the Browns. Browns are plus seven. Mm-hmm. FanDuel is the only one that has the best value on the Browns, plus six and a half, or minus six and a half if you want the uh, 49ers. I think 49ers against the spread here is, is a pretty easy one. What What do you mean by that? Like I think they t- they cover with the seven. I think they win oh. by like 10. Okay. I, I thought you were saying go against the 49ers spread. No, I'm not stupid. All right. <laughs> The 49ers are the best team in football right now. And the Browns, we don't even know who's starting at quarterback for the Browns. So, 
Brown just came off a bye week. Kind of an early bye week, if you ask me. Um, but Deshaun Watson, who cares if who's the starter? Deshaun Watson hasn't played that well. 49ers defense is insane. And their offense is insane. <laughs> yeah. So not a good matchup for the Browns. One thing I'll add, though, is that, I mean, I'm trying to remember how it happened. I guess the 49ers just blew out uh, the Cowboys. The Browns just got destroyed. So, I mean, normally when that happens, the next week after you put up double digits on somebody, you normally don't play that well. And then on top of that, I think uh, normally when you get beat up on so bad, normally the next game you play pretty well. So I feel like that's a big reason here why the spread's so small, because I feel like this should be another situation where we're getting double digits with the Niners. But, again, I'm still going to take the Niners. Like you said, I mean, one touchdown, let's go. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's like the Dolphins minus five and a half first Dolphins half. Man, it seems like a no-brainer. McCaffrey. McCaffrey anytime touchdown. <laughs> that's, a that's a guarantee. You bet like minus two sixty now. I think most of the time it's always three thousand dollars. Normally you got to take him for two touchdowns, which most of the time he gets anyways. Yeah, if you bet three thousand dollars on anytime touchdown for McCaffrey, you win like two cents. It's like a guarantee. Watch <laughs> uh, okay. not score a touchdown. There's going to be some some whale that's on him for like. $50,000 for any time. He's my MVP. Purdy would not be nearly as good as he's playing with right now if he didn't have McCaffrey. I'm sorry. Like it's, McCaffrey, oh, McCaffrey is a, a, big, a big part of that offense, for sure. Passing I mean, he's a running back and a receiver. He's yeah, two yeah. positions in one. He's like he's like Lamar. Lamar is a running back and a quarterback. Both good at both of those things. Don't give me that face, Ryan. Well, <laughs> how's, how's the Kevin James face go? <laughs> he was ranked number one on Pro Football Focus this year, or this week, Lamar, and he's second, second overall in Pro Football Focus in terms of rating. Um, well, I feel bad for him too with his receivers dropping his passes. Yep. All right. Anyway, next game before I get on my soapbox about Mister LJ Eight, Commanders at the Falcons. I have action on this game. I feel really good about this bet. This would probably be my lock. I like the Falcons minus two and a half here at home against the Commanders. I think they win easily by a field goal. Commanders looked just dreadful against the Bears, who were supposed to be arguably at that time the worst team in the league. You had to travel to the Falcons. Desmond Render plays his best football at home. He threw for over he was a second leading passer last week. And Desmond Render is not a good quarterback, but he plays well at home. So whenever the Falcons are at home, you're going to get value. I'm telling you. Minus two and a half. I think that's this is a no-brainer. You take this. I don't know, Ryan. Do you do you not feel the same way? I really don't have a side for this game. I mean, the one thing I keyed in on right away is the Falcons are at home. Ritter does play good ball at home. So looking at that and going over to the commander's side, I mean, the commanders let the Texans and the Bears run the score upon them. Both of those were pretty high-scoring games. So I feel like the Falcons are definitely going to do something here. They're going to put up points. And really, the Commanders oh. aren't awful. They're going to put up points, too. So, I mean, so Yeah, the over-under over under is 42.5. I think that's a good segue to put take the over. I already bet this game. Did you take the, did you take the over on this? Yeah, over 42 is what I got. 
Yeah, well, 42 and a half now, but maybe I'll take take some value on that. Ryan, you got to start writing down my bets. <laughs> I actually do keep track of mine, but I, I, I keep man I keep meaning to take track of yours, but I only end up writing like a quarter of them down because like I keep like missing them because in my head I'm waiting to say what I want to say. Yeah. No, we that's the whole point of just doing it, telling each other after what the bets are. I guess we could probably just always rewatch this this video. I, I do every time. Um but also I just I could just get your bets from you separately. Anyway. All right. Um Yeah, that's a good that's a good bet. That's another pick I'm going to ponder about taking the over. Next game here. This is a game I took the under on. I think this is another if you want to do over under locks. This is going to be an over under lock. Patriots and Raiders. Raiders against the Packers on Monday Night Football, 17 to 13. 30 point game. Over under on this game is I believe it's 40. Let me look. 42. It may have gone up or down a half a point. Oh my gosh, 41 and a half. Oh shit. Yeah, so I doesn't matter. I'm still taking the under. If I was 40, I'd still take under 40. So 41 and a half is a great value in my mind. Patriots scored nothing. Zero. Their offense is might be the worst in the NFL. They're at the the Raiders. Max Crosby's going to wreak havoc in the backfield. He's their best defender, the Raiders. And, yeah, I can see this game going be – I can see the Raiders winning this game like 20-6. to six. So, Something – It's and I would take them on against the spread too. I mean, they're minus three. I think that's great value there. What about you? I think you took this game. Yeah, so this is another game I have bet. So right before last week's game started with the Patriots, I had a welcome them to the auto fade club. And um, welcome. I don't think they're leaving anytime soon. I got the Raiders minus three locked in. Um, is the line still three? Yeah, still three. I feel like it might change. It might not change. Either way, the Patriots are not winning this game. <laughs> Raiders <laughs> at home. No way. So, so far oh, we yeah. have the Patriots. Patriots auto fade. We have the Panthers auto fade. We have the Broncos auto fade. And I think our, our next team's coming up on the auto fade. Yeah, we haven't gotten to them yet. All right, next game. This is going to be an interesting one. You got the Detroit Lions at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Lions are minus three. Uh, minus three and a half in some books. What are? Oh, we're looking at the Lions game. Sorry. Yeah, we're sorry. Did you still want to talk about the Raiders and the Patriots? No, no, no. Go ahead. No, I, oh, okay. I, I thought you said Eagles. I'm I'm looking at my Eagles stuff. The Lions are minus three uh, or three and a half, depending on what book you're looking at. Over under on this game is forty five and a half. Jared Goff's number one pro football focus passer in the NFL. So Jared Goff's been playing well. The Lions are a good team. Can't believe those words are coming out of my mouth. <laughs> um, <laughs> they have a lot of weapons. This is an interesting matchup. 45 and a half. The Bucks. Do you feel like this is a letdown game for the Lions, or do you think they keep it going and they can cover here? Oh, I'm definitely on the lines here, minus three. 
just uh, honestly because you said that it was three and a half at some books I, I i just opened my app and checked Fanduel. it's still minus three i'm gonna bet that immediately <laughs> yeah so caesars is at three and a half but most of the other books are three caesars is kind of nice i mean you got to pay the juice so it's not really worth it ever but i mean caesars is nice because you can adjust the spread very easily i think they do that to make you pay the juice what is pay the juice? What is that? Um, that's basically when you so like when you increase the spread, you're also increasing the odds on it. So like there's a chance that they jacked up or sorry, not the odds, the payout. So they they like made the payout to the point where it's almost not even worth it to like tease it with points unless you're going up. Yeah. Or I guess down on an under or something, but that's fair. All right. Now we're at the Eagles. <laughs> Eagles, Eagles. The Eagles at the Jets. They're a minus seven at the Jets. Over under 41. Wow, so are they expecting this to be a low-scoring game? Probably will be. I'm not on the under, though. I'm just saying it might be. That's a big number, though. The Eagles are, are still don't, like, I get it, they have what their record is, but... I don't know if they're going to – I don't think they could cover seven against the Jets. I can't believe I'm saying that, too, because the Jets aren't very good. And the Eagles' defense is nasty. So I would kind of take the under because both defenses are really good. Now that I'm thinking about it, the Jets' defense is good. Eagles' defense is good. Yeah, I would I would lean. lean. I would not – Lock, I would lean the under. Still undecided about this game. What about you? I know the under had opened up, or I guess the um, total points had opened up to, up at 42. Um, I think it came down to 41 when I last looked. Is it still set at 41? Yeah, it's 41. I feel like the under is probably going to end up being a solid play here, but I mean... I tried to go against the Eagles last weekend, and it didn't work. So I'm going to ride with the Eagles this week. I, I'm ready. Like, let's go. Like, I'm, I'm laying the minus seven with the Eagles. Next game here, I parlayed this game because I didn't take the fire. <laughs> Baseball, never mind. <laughs> Baseball. Orioles are a joke. Anyway, <laughs> Cardinals at the Rams. I took this game as a, on a parlay. I took the Rams money line and parlayed that with the under on the Raiders Patriots. Two pretty uh, solid bets there for winning some money. The Rams are good. I don't know if they're good enough to cover spreads. They're, I don't think they're that great against the spread this year. I don't know if top of my head, but I thought they were like there's five hundred one. Oh, okay. So a little bit above five hundred. Shut up. <laughs> well, the Cardinals are three and two to the spread. Yeah, I knew that. I knew the Cardinals had a winning record against the spread, so that's why I was also a little weary. So I think Matt Stafford though is going to carve up this Cardinals defense. You like the over here? I'm kind of leaning towards the Cardinals in this. Are you serious? Like the spread I, or the money line? The spread. I, oh, okay. I don't think I don't think the 
I really don't think the Rams are a minus seven team of team. I mean, the line opened up at minus six and a half. I think people hammered the hell out of it for the seven. And then when it went up to seven, I just think it lost all the value. That's why I took the money line, dude. I, I, I did not. Oh, I was money line. Sorry. I, I thought yeah. you said that. No, I took the Rams money line. I parlayed it with uh, the under on the uh, Patriots Raiders. It's a get some good value there. Two leg parlays. Any any of those, any of you watching who want to parlay and get some more value, go with the two. Don't be those people that do the twenty plus leg parlays. It's basically just playing a lottery ticket at that point. I have a square parlay that I may try to place. I have no idea what the odds will be. I'm assuming I'm gonna be lucky if I get a plus one hundred. But I think it's a lock. What? I'm thinking, I'm thinking Chiefs money line. Parlayed with the Dolphins' money line, parlayed with the Bills' money line, parlayed with the Eagles' money line. <laughs> I wonder what speaking that means. Speaking of the Bills, this is unbelievably infuriating. And this goes back to what you said about when you had me guess last time. What teams are on prime time the most? And what, one of these teams, it's the Giants um, at the Bills. Why do the Giants keep getting these primetime games other than the fact that they're in the New York market? That's it. That's the only reason. And they're not they're not even a team in New York. Buffalo's the actual team in the state of New York. So fake fake New York people there. <laughs> and the Giants, spoiler, well, it's not a spoiler now, but we alluded to it. They're the other team that are on our auto fade. They're gonna be there permanently until until they show otherwise. I act uh are we talking the Giants game right now? Yeah, that, when you mentioned the Bills, I was like, it's perfect because you know, this is where we're at now. You know Daniel Jones is out. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm even not, if he was in, I'd still – it wouldn't their, matter. Who's their backup QB? Uh, Saquon Barkley. I don't – I have no idea. <laughs> I, I'm worried. I mean, if we don't know who the hell this backup is. Let's see. What if he comes in and crushes? Backup. Because they're trying to get the Bills to lay two touchdowns. I get they're at home. They're going to have the defense and the Bills Mafia, but... Oh, Tyrod Taylor. I, I don't know who that is. He was a former Ravens backup quarter, quarterback. He uh, played with years? the Bills. How many years ago? Uh, with the Ravens. Maybe like 10, 10 plus years ago with the Bills. Less than that. He's a journeyman quarterback. How old is he? I think he's like in his mid thirties. I mean, he's one of those guys who is like supposed. He is. Lamar is what he was. Ex- Tyrod Taylor was expected to be. Coming out. Is he, he still is good? Thirty four. Mid. Is he still good in his mid thirties? Like, yeah, I think he's. Be? I think he's feasible. Yeah. Ten years ago. Damn. He's thirty four. No, I know, but damn. Has he been on the Giants the whole time, I guess? Since this year? What, did he just get traded there? I'm looking that up. I don't know. Oh, sorry. Well, I guess I I, I don't know what we do here because I know the Giants are 1-4, and 0-5 oh to the spread, not covering anything. So 3-2, and 3-2 two, and two to the spread. Okay. So he was with the Ravens from 2011 to 2014. The Bills from 2015 to 2017. 
the Browns 2018, the Chargers 2019 to 2020, Houston to 2021, and then the Giants 2022 and 2023. So like I said, he's been on a lot of football teams. He's, he's a decent quarterback. I, I think this is kind of a wash where he's he could be just as good as Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones isn't that great. So two touchdown spread for the Bills. Four, minus 14. Over under here is 44 and a half. I mean, this, is such, ter- this is such a terrible game. The Bills, another they're uh, another team that gets these easy schedules. Were the Bills on a bye, or did they play last week? Yeah, they lost oh, in London. Yeah, yeah, sorry, they lost in London. Oh, man, they were in London, too. So, yeah, they traveled back from that. Now they're at home. This game doesn't have much value. It's just a boring game. It's going to be a blowout. You know, I feel like you're right. I mean, I I am probably going to lean to – I don't know if I'm going to bet it, but I'm going to lean towards Bills minus 14 because there's no way the Giants start their first cover of the season at the Bills. Yeah, it's no at way. the Bills. Josh Allen beats up on really bad teams, and he he's he's known for he's known for playing really well against really bad teams. <laughs> Why is that so funny? I don't know. I just I just pictured that beginning of Ted, where the Bills and like if you just thought about it, like the Bills and the Chiefs and other teams just beat up on the Giants, and the, <laughs> the Bears are like, "Can we play?" And they're like, "No." <laughs> I mean, that's not happening in the movie. Right, yeah, I can see this game. About? I would lean Bills here, too, minus 14. But it's a boring game. That's just a stinker for a Sunday night primetime game. All right. Last game, Monday night football. Dun, 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 dun. Monday, Monday, Monday. The Dallas Cowboys at the Los Angeles Chargers. The Chargers are plus two and a half. On most books. Unless you're... Um, I think they're down to minus two now, right? Uh, is it two and a half? It's two and a half on MGM, Caesars, and FanDuel. DraftKings is minus two. Okay. So if you're going to get your value, if you're going with the Cowboys, go DraftKings. But if you're going to go Chargers, go plus two and a half. I like the Chargers plus two and a half here. I think Justin Herbert gets it done. He's my guy. I love that guy. If if I don't have a if Lamar, obviously being my favorite quarterback. If it's not him, it's it's Herbert. Why are you not a Herbert fan? Well, I'm definitely not a Herbert fan. Why? Because I'm a Dak Prescott fan, baby. You're joking. <laughs> I am joking about. Yeah, I was like, thank God, he threw three picks last game. (laughs) So bad. It happens. Now, granted, he was playing the 49ers, but still, he came out in his press uh, preseason press conference was like, "I'm not throwing more than ten interceptions this season." Someone's like, "I think you're already almost at that number, and it's not even five games into the season." That's not. That's that's a problem. Yeah, he's not good. Um, I'm going to take the Cowboys minus two and a half. All right. I think they bounce back here. They just got whooped on by the 49ers. They're going to have to come back out here, show everybody they are in the top five. I think uh, Dallas's defense shows up here for sure, and they're going to come up with some answers against the Chargers. I think Justin Herbert's going to get sacked two times. Okay. We're up a peace sign 
two sign for those who are listening only. All right. Let us know in the comments. What are your picks? What do you like about our picks? What do you disagree with? You want to embrace debate? You want Ryan and I to debate each other more? Are we too agreeable with each other? We get in some confrontations I mean, about... that's not on us. That's on the picks. Yeah. <laughs> we agree on something. Sorry, it's a walk. Exactly. All right. Until next time, NFL Week 6. Enjoy Thursday, Sunday, Monday. And eventually it will be Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. But that's towards the end of the season. Inject the football into your veins, people. And on Twitter, you can find our best bets that we'll be releasing, the ones that we're betting ourselves. Still a tiny bit of a chance that we release a different pick that was not in this video, but most likely I'm pretty locked into everything we said. Yep, and also, same goes for my Instagram stories. So Ryan runs the Twitter page mostly, and I run the Instagram page. Follow us at Sports Sports and Stuff there. Did we say it? All right. Until next time.